You are listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Show, the leading word in pharmacy. You can find all of our episodes at www.pharmacypodcast.com. Hi, this is Ben Andrick. I'm a student at Duquesne University, Milan School of Pharmacy, class of 2015, and you're listening to Pharmacy Podcast. Hey, this is Todd Urey, the host of the Pharmacy Podcast, and this is one of our Pharmacy Future Leader segments. Uh, we're excited to have our own Pittsburgh Duquesne <laughs> University Milan School of Pharmacy candidate on the show, Mr. Benjamin Andrick. How are you doing today, Benjamin? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, sir? Very good. So it's funny. I was just talking to Ben and saying, you know, we've done uh, Pharmacy Future Leaders now for Uh, I think we do have a half dozen episodes and been going all over the country and haven't even given the attention to my own home uh, uh, school uh, within the area. And Duquesne, obviously, is a big pharmacy school, very well known throughout the the nation. Why did you choose uh, Duquesne University, uh, Ben? Um, I chose Duquesne University because I was actually really interested in the clinical side of pharmacy when I was doing the wonderful school search in Pennsylvania. And I did a little tour of all of them and I came to find Duquesne and I was really impressed with um, the campus. I was really impressed with the faculty here at Duquesne. They did an excellent job of just kind of talking about the program, talking about all the clinical things that can be done in the future. And I really felt that they had a genuine interest in patient care. And I know that sounds cheesy, but it was one of those things where I could really see that they cared about the well-being of the patient and wanted to do and educate me to be able to be that pharmacist. So I just kind of fell in love with the school, and I guess here I am four years later, still loving it. (laughs) Very good. Um, Speaking of just the faculty, I had the pleasure um, of meeting uh, Dr. Matei, who's been with uh, Milan School of Pharmacy for quite some time. He's a very passionate individual uh, just about yes, pharmacy sir. in general, and um, his students uh, mean a lot to him. So um, I give thumbs up to the faculty as well. <laughs> Definitely. So tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, and why you're choosing pharmacy. Why are you going into pharmacy? Definitely. Um, oh, I'm a native of Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and I was always volunteering as a kid. Uh, my parents got me really involved with community service organizations they were in and I went on to be a Boy Scout and Eagle Scout through Boy Scouts of America so community service and volunteerism was something that I'd always done and I still do and it really instilled with me that love of helping other people and how important it is to reach out and help others so I kind of always knew that I wanted to go into a profession where I could have an impact on especially the community Um, I had a really big focus I grew up in a small town so it was one of those things where I wanted to be able to give back and I remember I was sitting in, I think it was like an eighth grade chemistry class, and it just kind of clicked with me how much I really liked the chemistry and the um, biochemistry side of science. So I just started looking into the healthcare field and found pharmacy. I job shadowed at a local independent pharmacy and decided that that would be something that I could do for the rest of my life. And so I went to school to pursue it, and I can actually happily say further I go down my education, the more I fall in love with it. So I really know I've chosen a good field and a great profession. Well, uh, Ben, you're, you know, you're, you're preaching to the choir. I, um, I'm not a pharmacist. I've supported pharmacists now for, um, you know, nearly, uh, 11 years. And 
They are extremely uh, passionate healthcare providers. Um, mm -hmm. They are rated as the second most trusted profession in all professions in a in a poll that was done uh, in the fall of 2012. Um, that's second to nurses, which are obviously very hands-on to their patients and the patient's needs. Um, mm -hmm. And that, that's exactly what pharmacists touch and are in, in touch with their patients, uh, even more so than, than the physician. So um, uh, we're right along with your sentiment. Definitely. I mean, it's one of those things, Todd, where it's just I've always been really impressed with the interaction the pharmacist has in his community, just like you said. And I think that's one of the most powerful things we can do. So this is a uh, follow-up question to that, and that is, uh, tell me about how you're currently living the mission to become a pharmacy future leader. Definitely. Um, at this point, I'm just trying to graduate, in all honesty. Um, it's one of these things where I'm going through the school process, and I'm really trying to absorb and learn everything I can. Um, I really view my education here at Duquesne as an opportunity to be able to gain the skills, and not just skills, but the knowledge to really make an impact in the future. I'm very involved in lots of different pharmacy organizations, such as the Pennsylvania Pharmacy Association, um, APHA, NCPA, all those awesome organizations. And outside of the classroom, beyond patient counseling skills, the biochemistry, the pathophysiology. Though being involved in those organizations and being a leader in those organizations have given me just a much better well-rounded knowledge of other things about pharmacy. For example, um, in APHA and the Pennsylvania Pharmacy Association, I've learned so much about the advocacy of pharmacy and how that can help our profession as well as improve um, patients' abilities to get adequate service from pharmacies. So I'm really just trying to gather all the skills I can, um, and I'm really trying to, while at school, get a really firm base on the clinical side. I really believe that pharmacy has a huge impact in the future with being able to use our clinical skills as a way to help our patients in a more kind of direct manner. So I'm really just trying to develop myself as a pharmacist and be a leader on campus and be a leader whenever I go on rotations and internships and all that just to prepare myself so that when I go out in the real world, I'm actually able to make a major impact and really help out patients and other pharmacists and the profession as a whole. Ben, that's great to hear. Uh, with the expansion of the need of the pharmacist um, as part of, critical part of healthcare, um, and the explosion of senior population, and the evolution of medication therapy management, and what that means to um, the, uh, the care level for patients, um, the pharmacist role is definitely going to continue to become uh, more so important um, in uh, how uh, patients rely on the pharmacist to uh, complete um, and maintain um, uh, therapies. Um, and that's, uh, you know, in many different variances, in many, many different settings. Um, my next question is about pharmacy setting. That is, you mentioned hands-on experience in an independent pharmacy. Um, mm -hmm. There's the cl the deep clinical research side of pharmacy. There's the hospital setting. There's long-term care and assisted living and, and, and skilled nursing setting, pharmacy services. And, of course, there's the specialty side, which is really exploding, too. Um, mm -hmm. Just in this phase of your, um, f you know, brand-new career coming up, um, in the near future, where would you like to see yourself kind of um, cement if you can even uh, make that, um, 
that guess at this phase? <laughs> uh, well, you've asked the tough question. Everyone asks that one. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know exactly what I want to do. Just because, like you said, when I came into pharmacy, I really only thought there was hospital and community. But now that I'm here, it's just like you said, there the options are never-ending. I really think, though, Todd, that my plan is I really want to finish out my schooling here, and I actually do want to go on and do a residency. Um, I have a personal goal of gaining, go, doing a residency to gain more of the clinical skills, um, and whether that be hospital or ambulatory care, whichever it is. I really want to try and take some of those skills and get a mastery over them for a few years of my career. And then I actually want to take those clinical skills I can learn in the residency or the inpatient hospital world or the ambulatory world, and I want to try and bring some of them back to the um, community setting. Uh, I always joke I was kind of born and raised on that. I've worked at a local independent store for the last four years, so it kind of has a special place in my heart. And I really do enjoy that interaction in the community setting, but I really want to try and merge some of those clinical skills and bring them back to the community setting because I think it would really enhance the entire experience. Excellent. So how do you see uh, Duquesne University being a leader in, uh, in pharmacist education and pharmacy education? Um, how do you see them differentiating from uh, other uh, schools of pharmacy? In actually many ways. Um, Duquesne is an excellent school and I'm very glad to be able to go here. Um, just one example that always uh, comes off the tip of the tongue is we have something called ABLE Labs, and that stands for Ability-Based Learning Experiences. And they are labs that we have every year of pharmacy school. And the way the lab works is um, we say it's horizontal integration. So basically what that means is that Duquesne, um, in a given semester, for example, I could have a class on cardiology, I could have a class on pharmacokinetics, a class on psychoneuro disorders, um, a patient counseling class. And what this lab does is the lab allows us students to actually go in and practice those hands-on skills that we talked about in class. So say, for example, we were in our cardi cardiology unit, we were talking about blood pressure. This is the lab where we would do that. Um, in Psych and Neuro, we discussed how we would do patient counseling um, with patients, of course, who have um, mental disabilities or aren't entirely in the correct state of mind. Um, we do all sorts of labs that include everything from learning to use the nebulizers, learning to use the um, Clestex, and then we do a lot of other interesting things in that lab. We also have a fourth year or second professional year class trip to Washington, D.C. Um, and we go down there as a pharmacy class and we advocate for um, pharmacy issues. And it's a really cool experience. And one way we actually utilized that ABLE lab was we actually had a mock legislator visit. So we went in there and met with um, some teachers and some outside um, faculty and we practiced doing advocacy with them. At the same time, we also, this lab is kind of a meeting point. We have another course which is called Continuous Professional Development. And in this course, there's a lot of time spent on developing ourselves as professionals. So that includes skills such as CV writing, interviewing, all those kind of necessary skills to actually land that perfect job later in life. And one thing that that ABLE Lab kind of incorporated with CPD was we actually had um, local recruiters for various pharmacies come in and talk to us about the interview process and give us the pros and cons, 
what they're looking for in a candidate. And then we got to take that information and kind of come up with our um, five-minute elevator speech. And we got to go in and practice an interview. Um, and I just thought that was a really powerful environment. So I, I'd say those are some highlights of kind of what Duquesne has brought. We also have um, the Center for Pharmacy Care in the Hill District, which is a little pharmacy that we opened in a neighboring uh, neighborhood. And over there, they do a lot of services for the community. So that's something else that we do that kind of enhances the entire experience. Yeah, that, that was one of the most impressive things that I think Duquesne Milan School of Pharmacy headed. And, and, and that was a project that started, I want to say, three or four years ago. Um, once Sounds again, right. Dr. Matei was involved in that. And um, it's the first in the nation faculty-designed university-operated community pharmacy, and it's helping a community out. So I don't know how you can make that any better. And and <laughs> I know based on the business plan um, that I remember reading about, um, they're doing senior care, they're doing uh, general um, pharmacy care to the community, and I think they're even getting into some compounding. So I, I think that's amazing. Yes, sir. It's a, it's a really cool experience, and I'm excited because next year, we actually have an opportunity as students sometimes to go out there on rotation. So, Excellent. Well, my last question for you, Ben, is um, there's a lot of changes in pharmacy. It's constantly changing. Uh, some of those changes are great. Some of those changes aren't so good. Uh, there's challenges that some of these uh, pharmacy owners are facing based on payment and the way that the you know the, the, the whole structure of PBM works and mm -hmm. frustrations. But uh, what are some of the most important issues you see facing pharmacists currently and in the coming years? And then part two is how do you plan to deal with these issues? Good question. Very good question. Um, actually, it's funny you said that. Having grown up in the community setting, and especially in an independent setting, I have kind of seen that struggle with the um, reimbursement process and all that with PBMs. And so, as I kind of alluded to earlier, I really think that where pharmacy can stand out in the future is our clinical skills. Um, with the new Obamacare, Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, it's, I really think that bill has opened the door and kind of allowed pharmacists to kind of step up to the plate and take a more prominent role in the community um, and offer more services. And I really think that that's something that I just believe a lot of patients don't know. I mean, I, I honestly think most patients don't realize that a pharmacist can take their blood pressure, can do all these screenings, can sit down and talk to them for more than five minutes. And I really feel like that as a profession, if we move towards utilizing those clinical services, it'll help out in multiple ways. Because not only will it give more value to the profession, but it will also bring with it a business component. And that's kind of why, for myself personally, in my own little future plans and schemes, I really do want to bring that clinical side kind of back to the community pharmacy because I feel that's a really great way to connect with patients and not only assist in improving their health outcomes and help them as a person, but also it would kind of help the profession because by demonstrating these clinical skills and there are a lot of pharmacies out there that are doing this now and I truly salute them for doing it it really does kind of bring attention to what the pharmacist can do and how we can help improve that. Um, and of course, that's one of those things where I've always learned and always been preached about advocacy and how advocacy is so important. Um, here in Pennsylvania, we have a lot of um, advocacy efforts to try to just improve some of the bills. That way, 
pharmacists are better able to serve our patient population. So, I mean, it's, it's just like you said, it is an ever-changing field. But with change, I think there's a real possibility for us to grow because with change, it kind of opens the door for us to kind of expand what we can do and really improve how we can make an impact on our patients' lives and on the profession of pharmacy. Well, Ben, that's uh, exciting to hear. And as someone who makes a living out of supporting pharmacists, um, I'm looking forward to supporting you someday. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. So uh, we thank you so much, uh, Ben, for being on the show. Uh, we wish you the best of luck uh, with your education and, uh, and your position and your placement and um, your mission in pharmacy. Um, and we're, uh, we're proud of Duquesne University, Milan School of Pharmacy, uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, oh. And, uh, and we wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on the show today. You're very welcome. We were on with Benjamin Andrick. He is a pharmacy future leader from Duquesne University Milan School of Pharmacy, and we thank you for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>